Hey, thanks for listening to the Morning X This Week podcast. Here are all the clips I like from this week. 1049 The Morning X, it is Cav on the 15th of February, which makes it apparently Singles Awareness Day. Oh, yeah, because yesterday was Love Day. Yeah, and uh, the initials, of course, SAD, SAD. Oh, that's how ironic. <laughs> are you a sad sack today, Matt? No, I'm not sad. That's every day Singles Awareness Day for me, so who cares? <laughs> just another, today is just Tuesday, my friend. You been dating at all? No, not really. Not this year. You didn't meet anybody? That you, you got anybody you're going to ask out? Uh, there is a girl at the laundromat I've been talking to. She works there. I don't know. I don't really know if it's going anywhere, but uh, she talks to me while I fold my laundry. Has she seen your clean underwear? She's or? seen my underwear. So I figure I'm already, you know, you got that out of the way. Is your underwear in good shape or do you have like old ratty underwear? No, because, I have boxers. So uh, Well, even boxers can get old and ratty and you know, they start to like split at the crotch if you wear them for enough years. No, they're fairly new. I would say my boxers are within a year or so. I don't know how long you keep underwear for, but there's no major like, yeah, they look okay. Okay. So, but it's, it's hard to, uh, you know, transition from, hey, what are you doing after this you know, at the laundromat? So. <laughs> All right. Well, if you do end up going on a date with laundromat girl, uh-huh. what detergent does she use? Do you notice that? <laughs> I don't know. She works there. See, she works at the laundromat. Yes. Okay. She was like cleaning the machines. Interesting. And she was really pretty, and I wanted to be like, what are you doing here? Like, you shouldn't be here. <laughs> this is the worst place on earth. You should not be here. Hey, you got to take work wherever you can get it, Matt. <laughs> I, I know. We're, just... we're in, this is no time to judge anybody for working anywhere. I'm not judging people. I'm just saying, she seemed oddly out of place there. <laughs> yeah, I would be surprised if I saw like a really, really hot have, girl. Have you been to any laundromat ever? Like, Yeah, I have. I hate going there. I've never seen an employee at a laundromat. They're very rare because you don't need... You only need like one at a time. I've been to one in Rochelle, and I've seen the owner, and she's always on the warpath about the rules of the laundry. Yes, there's always one super mean owner who's like, "Don't do this, and you're washing this." But that's not her. Like she came out of this room and she started wiping down machines, and I was like, "Who is this? Where or, have you been?" Okay, so what's her name? Uh, I asked her yesterday. It's Nicole something. Nicole something at the laundromat. Okay, yeah. uh, so if you do ask her out and you go out to dinner, there's some foods you should not order. On a date. I want to see if you know what's on the list. Oh, of, okay, great. Of f- foods you should never order on a first date, Matt. Probably first like, date. Probably like anything like uh, garlicky, you know, something that's going to make your breath smell. All right, so yeah, we, we'll, we'll count that one because uh, spaghetti is on the list. Not not only because of the, messy. the garlicky, it's, it's sloppy. Sloppy. You have to like slurp, cut it. Slurp you know? it. <laughs> you got to slurp it up. It's, it's hard <laughs> to eat that in front of somebody and maintain your dignity. The only time you can order spaghetti is if you see that the other person has also ordered spaghetti, because then you could be messy together, and it might lead to something fun. Lady in the Tramp, maybe thing. Perhaps. You could get that like, would never happen. That only happens with dogs. <laughs> share the same plate of spaghetti. What if I was like, would you like to share this strand of spaghetti, and then we kiss in the middle? Would you like that? <laughs> because you remind me of a dog. Because you remind me of a dog. <laughs> and now I have to use another laundromat. All right, so uh, already Matt's ahead of the game here. Uh, okay, what else is on this list? Foods you should never order on a first date. Now, this um, is first date, by the way. This is not like third date when you already know each other and you've already farted in front of each other, etc. I say like soup, something super expensive, like lobster, or, you know, something you know, you're trying to show how fancy you are. Well, this says seafood in general. Yeah, because it's seafood, man. Seafood's. Ugh. All right, we'll give you a point for lobster because seafood is on the list, but not for that reason. It just says seafood in general. I say because of the smell. The smell. I mean, you smell, after you eat seafood, you smell like it. That's just how it is. Your hands smell. Yeah, sushi's also on there. Sushi. But I think if you want to impress a girl, if your girl's classy, she will love that you take her to a sushi place. Women like sushi. I love sushi. I I hate it. I'm not a woman. 
but I do love sushi. So I don't think it's a woman thing. No, I th- it's a great place. I could take it, like go to a crab house or something. Give me a good Philadelphia roll. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you don't want to introduce the idea of crabs on no, a first yeah, date. Right. You know what I mean? Like you want to stay away from that. But sushi, a sushi <laughs> place is fancy. <laughs> right. Sorry. You know, you can eat it neatly with the chopsticks. And if you can show that you know how to use chopsticks. I can't use chopsticks. Oh man, I'm I, I'm finally learning. I can't even do it when they have it rubber banded together. I still can't do it. All right. What else on the list of things you should never order on a first date? I'm out of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> fried chicken. Fried chicken? Uh, Grease, greasy. You know, it's too greasy. That's that's not on here, but I, I agree with that. I agree anything with, with that. a lot of sauce, maybe? Like like spaghetti, like you said, but anything right. that's going to get all over the place. Okay, so 2,000 people were pulled. I'll give you I'll give you the top 10 on the list here. Sure. Uh, number 10, fajitas. Fajitas? They're messy. I love when they come to your table and the lady's like, oh, the tray is super hot, so don't touch it, and then you immediately touch it. <laughs> oh! Oh, my God! She should have warned She's me. She's like, like, I told you, you idiot. I know. Well, I didn't believe you. <laughs> Number nine was seafood in general. Eight was sushi. Number seven, chicken wings. Not fried chicken, but wings. Why? Because it's- The wing sauce and your- <laughs> Licking your fingers, yeah. Yeah. Any noodle dish. Okay. Oysters. Which, if you're ordering oysters, you're not even a human being. That's, that's like eating snot. It's weird. I thought they were an aphrodisiac, too. <laughs> like, aren't they supposed to get you in the mood? That's what I hear. I'll take a tray of oysters, and uh, do you have a condom machine in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> corn. Uh, number four, corn on the cob. Nobody wants to see no, you. Nobody, man, no, nobody even wants to see you eating corn on the cob on the 4th of July. Okay, that's, Nobody even wants to see that. It's gross to watch someone eat corn on the cob. It really is. And the top three foods you should never eat on a first date. Number three, rib. Ribs, uh, messy. Number two, spaghetti, messy. And number one, spicy curry. Oh, well, yeah. Spicy curry, my friends. First off, it doesn't smell the best. And then later, if your stomach can't handle it, you're going to run into some issues. Yeah. I mean, if you're advancing that far on your first date. Have you ever seen Along Came Polly with Ben Stiller? And he goes and they eat curry. Amazingly enough, I never have. I, I, I hear a lot Anderson. about it. Yeah. I, I, it's one of those ones that it's I've really always meant good. to watch. And they go and eat spicy curry and he can't <laughs> handle it. And then you, you can obviously see what, put the two together, what happens later. Yeah, you don't, you don't want to reveal how much of a pussy you are <laughs> no. on your first day and you can't handle the spicy curry. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so there's some tips for you, Matt, for a laundromat girl. All right. Um, if, if, if all else fails, we can just uh, do our laundry together, I guess. Yeah, because that sounds fun. <laughs> and now those words you'd long for your whole life. I've got a tattlehead poking ass. More on the Morning X after this. 1049 The Morning X. It is Kev, Matt Halls in the room. What's up, Matt? Hey, good, good morning. Uh, before we get into this, i got to play this. And now, a moment of genius on the Morning X. Rams winning the Super Bowl 23-20 over the Cincinnati Bagel Bagels. <laughs> the team is not called the Bagels. That was a moment of genius on the Morning X. I am hanging my head in shame. I wish they were called the Bagels. Like more teams like should be named after food, you know? Super Bowl 57, Bagels versus Donuts. <laughs> I would watch that. What would you prefer, bagels or donuts? Uh, you know what? I, I got to go with donuts. I mean, who doesn't love donuts? Well, I'll give me a good cream cheese bagel. I'll take it any day. Yeah, well, we'll see. Me and you. Bagels versus donuts. <laughs> <laughs> the most delicious Super Bowl ever. Well, that was a fan-requested moment of genius there. Oh. As if I have fans right now. Yeah. Nerd news. Usually they only write in to tell you that they don't like you. Way to talk over the intro. Nice Sorry. job. <laughs> This is Nerd News. Hey, how's your dumb Boba Fett show? I like, don't you talk about Boba Fett. Boba Fett is dead. I refuse to believe that he is alive. He crawled out of the Sarlacc pit. It happened in episode one. You should have watched it. In my mind, 
in my mind, that character that came back on The Mandalorian as Boba Fett, fake, phony. It's the same guy that played him in the original. How do you know that? Because I know it, because they said it is. Yeah, but who cares if it's the same guy? Because you never saw him with his helmet off, first of all. Well, now you do. Second of all, he got eaten by the Sarlacc, where he was be slowly digested over thousands of years. If you could just get out of the Sarlacc, what's the point of the Sarlacc? Because his Mandalorian armor that he had on protected him from the harmful acid of the Sarlacc pen. And frankly, sir, I believe that... Uh, I just get into my nerd news here. Uh, Boba Fett is dead. Whatever. Whoever, the, whoever that is is posing as Boba Fett, and uh, he's a liar. It was a good show. He has a rank, He's a pet rancor now. You know, he, he doesn't, though. You know why? Because he's dead! You need to let go of that. He died in Return of the Jedi. It was clear what happened. Yeah, he went out like a bitch, too. Like, that's why. <laughs> that's why they brought him back. Because people were pissed uh, the way he went out. People actually weren't pissed when the movie actually came out. It's it's the, the like, the late fanboys. It's this armor. People think he looks cool. Yeah. Well, well you know, he, he's gone. Whatever. He's, he's okay. dead. Well, why are you bringing this up? No reason. I just, you know, I thought since we had this conversation the other day and I'm like, you know, we're going to talk about this when nerd news comes up because it's very nerdy. Well, I enjoy the show. It's over now. It was only like six episodes and it was a good kind of, uh, it had to do a lot with The Mandalorian. If you watch, you watch The Mandalorian, I know that much. I did, yeah. And I thought that was great. Until, He's prominently featured in a couple episodes. I thought that was great until Boba Fett came back. And I said, that is, that's bull. He's dead. Well, uh, it's it's Star Wars. No one's ever really dead. They they, you know, they brought back Darth Maul, also dead. And he got sliced in effing half. Yeah, but it was in Solo, and I believe it was before he got sliced in half, wasn't it? No. No. <laughs> How far before? He, he died in The Phantom he Menace, died in which Phantom was Menace. episode one, before any of this bull crap happened. Oh, yeah, you're right. Jeez. I get my timelines confused. I don't know. We've wasted the whole nerd news arguing about <laughs> effing Star Wars. It's not real. That's the thing, Kevin. They're doing it to sell action figures, and that's what annoys the crap out of me. Okay, well, I, I don't know why Star Wars fans hate the franchise that they grew up loving so much. I love so the much. franchise. I love it, but there's... You had R2-D2 at your freaking wedding. I did. And they, but they're, you know, they're, they're bringing back characters that are dead just because the fans like them, and that's stupid. Well... That's stupid. But you, Boba Fett is a death that you could easily be like, well, maybe he didn't die. No, it's not. You are slowly digested over thousands of years in the belly of the Sarlacc. There's no getting out of that. Okay, well, he did somehow. Uh, evil was punished. Don't bring it back. Okay. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home surpassed Avatar at the domestic box office. Now the third highest grossing film with $761 million in earnings yeah, so far. It was a good, good movie. I love. If you like Marvel, if you like Spider-Man, Spider-Man awesome spider-man <laughs> uh star wars force awakens still at number one really? of all time with 936.7 million and episode or avengers endgame number two with 858.4 force awakens beat endgame uh in total i mean total of all time really it has made more money That's shocking than because endgame was clearly the better movie either way Infinity War was better than Endgame, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, I forgot. And yeah. Civil War was better than Endgame, but we're, we're not going to argue about that. I liked Endgame. Uh, Endgame was fine, it just, it was... You, you left the theater going, oh, damn it. <laughs> no, you, you left the theater You left the theater in Infinity War going, oh, damn it. Uh, more so than Endgame. Which I'm getting confused. Wait, Infinity War was the first one, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and Endgame, Endgame, I was like, I was satisfied with Endgame. Yeah, Endgame was fine. It was good. 
Uh, and Futurama's coming back to I know, uh, I saw it. I'm so excited. Are you a Futurama fan? Bite my shiny metal ass, Kev. That, that show is awesome. Uh, I thought the one-eyed purple-haired girl was hot. What's Le- her name? Leela. Leela, yeah. Fry. They're all great. But John DiMaggio, who plays Bender, not coming back. I know. Hold it out for money. What a dick. He's Look, he's not holding out for money. He wants the whole cast to be paid more. It's not just about him. He thinks they're not offering them enough to come back and do it. Uh, just do it already. My gosh. I'll do it. It's just not going to be the same without Bender, man. He's I, the, I, no, I, I'll, I'll voice Bender. I'll do it. Can you? I'm sure I could. Give me a line to say. Um, Say, bite my shiny metal ass. Oh, bite my shiny metal ass. I see. I, bite I, her. Shut up, Matt. No. Shut no, up and no. get to the point. No, but Bender is dead, sir. He can't come back. If, if if Bender is dead, then Boba Fett died in 1980, <laughs> goddamn three, with Return of the Jedi. Is anybody still listening at this that point? That, my nerds, is your news. You're listening to Kev. So what do you think of a character like that? 104.9. Well, I think you're wise to keep him locked up, Doctor. The Morning X. It's 104.9 The Morning X. Kev here, and uh, Jamie's here from Noah's Ark Animal Sanctuary. Hey, Jamie. Hello, good morning. Now, uh, typically, you bring in dogs to uh, visit us here in the studio, but we got a couple kitties today. Yeah, I brought... Uh, Felix and Vinny, they're both about two and a half year old uh, domestic short hairs. Vinny's a black cat, which, perfect. How You can't go wrong with black cat. Sure. And then Felix is um, black and white. He's not quite a cow, but he's not. He's a little more too, too white for a tuxedo. But both very handsome. Uh, Felix is a little chunkier. Vinny loves to be held, embraced in your arms. Yeah. Um, but no, they're both really sweet boys. They've been together since they were kittens. They were adopted together um, from us about two years ago and then uh, unfortunately had to be returned nothing they did wrong right um and now they're on their hunt for a new home together uh they're great too they're uh, super nice they seem to be friendly yes very friendly felix uh is definitely the friendlier of the two he's very like especially when you come and see him at the shelter he's he's the first one to greet you he's paws out on your chest he will kiss you on the mouth um he has no reservations um Vinny is a little more apprehensive. He's definitely on the shower shyer side, but once you pick him up, he literally wraps his arms around your neck and embraces you. Like he will hold you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Felix is a very social one. Vinny's a little shyer, but they're nice. The the balance of you know both ends of the spectrum of a cat, and they so they and they complement each other really well. How do you how do you tell the breed of a cat? Because like it's easier to tell the difference between dog breeds. Yeah. Uh, so I mean. <laughs> We really just, we don't really get actual breeds of cat. Very, very rarely. Like, the only, like, real breed of cat I can say I say f- see frequently is, like, a Persian. And that's a really easy one. That they got the goofy little smush sure. face. They kind of look like the bulldog of cats. Yeah, the, um, uh, the, the grumpy cat type of yeah. cat. Yeah, okay. And so, with the, otherwise, the, we just, do, we classify them as domestic short hair, domestic medium hair, or domestic long hair. And okay. unless we get, like, a real cat in, it's... Or, like, a Maine Coon. You ever get a Maine Coon in there? It's, they're just long hair cats. Yeah. They're just long hair <laughs> cats we have so many people that come in like oh i got a Maine Coon mix and i'm like oh that's that's a long hair cat um because Maine Coons are like 17 25 like i mean they're giant big, cats yeah. and they have a very like specific fe- facial structure and like ears and like there's very and it's, it's just a domestic long hair they're right. still beautiful but it's it's just a cat yeah um <laughs> you don't have an exotic uh, <laughs> an exotic big cat on your hands no you I, that Maine would Coon. honestly be pretty cool uh one time we did have a sphinx come in and i about lost it because i've always wanted one but i can't justify spending 1500 dollars on a cat and so i waited and the straight hold came up and i took it home and i was ecstatic um, found out he had been actually stolen from somebody in Duran. So I, we found really? the owners after the fact, after I took him home and I gave him back because that was, you know, that's their baby. Um, yeah. yeah, they stole him. It's not, they not... stole him and then they said they found him in Rock Cut, which I don't believe, uh, which is fine. But yeah, stolen from Duran. He popped up in Rock Cut and came into our shelter. But that is the only other purebred cat. What are you getting out of taking a stolen cat to to a shelter? 
Uh, probably, honestly, what we think happened was that they stole it, thought it was like this exotic thing they could, but then they're really hard to take care of. They're super high sure. maintenance. You got to like give them baths and like lotion them and stuff and like special diets. And <laughs> Divas? Yes, no, they're, they're high maintenance cat. Um, and they probably took it and realized, oh God, this is way more than we, we wanted. And so they just lied and brought it in, which, you know. So Felix and Vinny available for adoption right yes, now. Yes, uh, come kiss. And even if you're not ready, come come down and visit them. They're really sweet, especially Felix. Like he's a nice serotonin boost. He'll come and he, again, he'll kiss you on the mouth. Um, uh, same process and adoption fees as yep, dogs. You just come and meet. Yep. Um, it's actually a little bit. Cats are a little bit easier. We just want to make sure that because again, cats aren't as high demand of a commitment as a dog is. Sure. Um, but as long as you're looking for a companion, you either rent or own your own home and can have a cat. And as long as you're not going to declaw the cat, that's I mean. That's pretty much it. It's a little, little bit easier. Cats are easier. Uh, they're $40 a piece since they're both uh, adults, so it'd be $80 to take them both home. They're both neutered, microchipped, up to date on all their vaccines. Nice, healthy boys that just want to share a couch with you and maybe maybe a beer. Excellent. Uh, yeah, Noah's Ark Animals, uh, dot org. Also on Facebook at Noah's Ark Animals. You guys have like an Instagram and Twitter as, as well? We have Instagram, but we don't really use it. We keep joking about getting a TikTok, but like <laughs> it's just so much more stuff. But no, we primarily use the Facebook. Um, and then our website will be like once an animal sat for, you know, like it's been like a week, they're still there. Then we'll post them on the website for sure. our more long term uh residence excellent all right well you heard it right here uh felix and Vinny available for adoption right now jamie thank you very much for bringing yeah, it by thank you 104.9 the morning x will return after kev's done crop dusting the country station 104.9 morning exit is kev and on our facebook page the x rockford we are looking for your responses on what is the greatest cover song ever recorded you can also send me a text over to 59457 you can start it with kev and it will come to me as well got a couple of responses already uh somebody chiming in and saying that uh, johnny cash's hurt is the greatest cover song of all time it's pretty damn good i'll tell you what. i hurt myself today this comes from the 779 to see if i still feel I focus on the pain The only thing that's real Yeah, that one came out in like the early 2000s, one of the last things that Johnny Cash did. And it's amazing to me how many people don't realize that that's a cover song of a Nine Inch Nails song. We sometimes play the Nine Inch Nails version of that song on the station. We get angry messages from people saying, quit playing that weird, depressing cover of the Johnny Cash song. <laughs> a lot of people don't realize that uh, the Nine Inch Nails did it first, but uh, you know Trent Reznor has actually come out and said that that song belongs to Johnny Cash now. It is no longer his, so uh, I guess it is, in fact, a uh, Johnny Cash song, if you really think about it now. Uh, got a text from the 779 also that says, Faith No More, War Pigs, which I forgot that they covered that song. Here's a little bit of that. You know, kind of going the, uh, you know, direct route. Yeah, that's not too bad. You know, Faith No More, it's interesting because they've done a couple of covers. They actually did one, Easy easy Like Sunday Morning. You remember that song by the Commodores, Lionel Richie? Uh, they covered that and didn't change too much about it either. It's uh, it's pretty cool, man. And, uh, you know, that th- those are great covers as well. I thank you for those responses. Uh, to me, though... I am a huge fan of the Metallica cover of Turn the Page. I don't know if that makes me, you know, basic bitch or whatever. But I think they did something really great with it. You know, like, 
first of all, let's let's hear the beginning of the Bob Seger version of the song. The original version of the song is a great saxophone beginning. Yeah, and if you, if you know me at all, you know that I love the saxophone. I'm a big fan of it. I love this uh, saxophone thing uh, from Careless Whisper, which Seether did and replaced it with a guitar, but nobody's ever replaced a saxophone with a guitar more successfully than Kirk Hammett did with Turn the Page by Metallica. So so good. Every time, the first time, I can't remember, I'll never forget the first time I heard that because I was a big fan of the Bob Seger song. And then in 1997 or so, when Turn the Page came out, it came on the radio and I, I lost my mind. So good. Looking for your responses on our Facebook page at The X Rockford and also over text to 59457. What is the greatest cover song of all time? Chime in. Love to hear from you. It's The Morning X. The Morning X with Kev. The noise is almost unbearable. You can hardly hear yourself think. Rockford's own Rock Morning Show. Little point in The Morning X at 819. It is Kev Dance here from the Rockford Area Convention of Visitors Bureau. Dan, did you know we were just listening to one of the most hated bands in the world? <laughs> Nickelback. Nickelback, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, unfortunately for them. I don't know. They made catchy songs, but yeah. for some reason the entire world hates them, but they sell out stadiums, so I don't I don't know. Embarrassingly, I don't mind them. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't either. That's the thing. And, and, and I found out growing up, uh, I found out really soon growing up that everything I loved – most people hate. Yeah, I was a big Creed fan as well. Okay, and, and I still am. I'll stay. I'm still a Creed fan, but like I got made fun of for, it, and it's like, what are you making uh, fun of me for? They're a great band. Look at how many albums they sell. Look at how many stadiums they sell out. What are you talking about? But then that word "sellout" comes out. You know, like they sold out, sold their soul for money. Oh, you know, okay, ma- making really poppy, corny songs. But hey, they're catchy. Not yeah. you know, what? they're 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 steering wheel beaters, as they say. Yeah. You gotta make you gotta make that money where you can. Sometimes, I mean, in, in that song that we just played, and how can you how can you write better lyrics than "I like your pants around your feet"? <laughs> I think that's what it is. That's that's how he it's, it's how he sings. It, it's how he sings. It's very relatable lyrics. You never made it as a wise man. No. <laughs> never like, gobble 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 goobble. You're like, yeah, that's me. But it's catchy. Even <laughs> if he sings like a douche, it's catchy. You remember it. Yeah. It stuck. It sticks in your head. They're earworm songs, and so they sell millions. Yeah. That's why I'm they're sure, so hated. I'm sure it's a good show. <laughs> I'm sure it is. I've seen them like, and I've seen them cover like old Metallica songs. Okay, that were like, the, then they like the Four Horsemen, like really heavy old Metallica songs. They kick ass. They they do. So you know they get more hate than they deserve. But I'm sure my listeners right now are yeah, like, they're... shut up. They suck. <laughs> and you know I could see why because I like pants around the feet. I mean. Why do you have to sing like that? You know, I know you have a normal voice, right? But anyway, we weren't here. I didn't bring you here to bash Nickelback. That's that's not why I invited you in today. So I believe you have an agenda. What's going on in the Rockford region? What's on the GoRockford.com calendar? So, uh, yeah, similar to Nickelback here, we have uh, the Broadway at the Coronado is coming back. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, Simon and Garfunkel is the show. So if you're familiar with that band, uh, it's it's a show that follows their, their life. There's a... There's a Broadway show based on the lives of Simon and Garfunkel? Yes. I don't know. I don't know if it's just me. When I listen to Simon and Garfunkel, which I have a lot in my life, um, I don't really hear an exciting life behind that, other than the fact that they became like huge rock musicians. Or uh, Well, back in the day, that was still considered rock and roll. But like uh, it, was, it was hippie rock and roll. You know, okay. kind of a beatnik. Yeah. Uh, a druggy rock and roll, really. Um, but like, you know what? I, I don't really... 
they don't sound like guys who had like a crazy ride. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know what kind of show that would be. I, I think it. Yeah. I it it should be a surprise if you you get some tickets to this show. Really? Are they going to be doing like keg stands at parties? Who, they, and, they might on stage. <laughs> is who, it going to be like a big boogie nights type party? They might even do a yeah. They <laughs> who who knows what this what this show will entail. <laughs> It could, it, it's part of the allure. It could be fun, I guess. I'm not going to go ahead and rule it out right away. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not going to be um, a jerk about it, I guess. Yeah. It, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let's let's ask the viewers. Uh, what do the viewers say? That's a waste of time. Okay. I believe you. Okay, moving on. What's yes. next? When, when is that happening again? I just steamrolled that entirely. It's on uh, Friday, February 18th. So, Oh, that's tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Last minute decision. Simon and Garfunkel. Will boop do Mrs. Robinson. I hope that's the headliner. That's me. That's I'm in it. Yes. I play Simon and Garfunkel. Surprise. <laughs> I'm a double role guy. Yes. Anyway, moving on. What else is happening? Yeah, we uh, we continue to celebrate Black History Month here with the uh, Black Achievers celebration at the Discovery Center Museum. And so it's a two different time slots on f- February 19th from 10 to noon and then 1.30 to 3.30 and reservations are recommended. Yeah, I was, uh, you know, my, my mantra through the whole month is usually get yourself educated, you know, yeah. uh, find, find things to read, find cultural events to attend and, and learn something. Yeah, definitely. And Discovery Center is always a great museum to go to, especially when they have uh, special things like this. I don't think they call it Discovery Center if you're not going there to learn something. So That's true. That's true. That would be a pretty stupid name otherwise. <laughs> yes. Then uh, finally here, uh, the Nicholas Conservatory, the orchids are in full bloom. So go down out there and see those orchids. Oh, they're indoor. Yeah, they're indoor. I was like, how the hell are they in full yeah, bloom no. in February? Just <laughs> we got a winter weather advisory coming. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, but it's it's uh, in it's an indoor greenhouse. Correct? Yes, indoor greenhouse. Uh, orchids are apparently are pretty hard to take care of. So it's impressive that they have this many. You want to know the sad part? I've been there. And I didn't know that just now. Yeah. I've been there and it, that didn't click. It's probably because they weren't in bloom. They probably just looked like little little plants. No, I just mean like I've been there and I, I, I knew it was indoors. Oh. oh. <laughs> but I still uh, am a dumbass. That's fine. That's fine. I'll take it. I'll take it. So all these events uh, that Dan just talked about and more, you can find them at GoRockford.com. And you can sign up for the e-blast there. Yes, definitely. Uh, Dan from the Rockford Area Convention and Visitors Bureau had like a pants around. Fr- Actually, uh, I shouldn't sing that to you necessarily, but we can we can listen to the song again off the air if you want. Uh, that sounds like a plan. Does that sound good. <laughs> if I haven't frightened you away, we'll talk. <laughs> we'll talk again next week. Now those words you'd long for your whole life. I've got a head More on the Morning X. After this, 1049 The Morning X. Time for a totally unplanned phone call. Hi, who's this? Hey, what's up, Kev? This is. Half, who is also somehow Kev. Yeah, uh, I had the name first. Sorry. I have to get used to it. It's hard when someone tells you you can't go by your first name anymore. <laughs> yeah, I stole that away from you. Actually, what, what year were you born? 1983. See, I was born in 82. I was born in 82. Uh, so. Dude, that's not even fair. Yeah, I had it's it. not fair. I had it first, a-hole. It's mine. My mom my mom called me and she said, that is not right. You are my Kevin from heaven. And I don't know this other boy. Ugh, I don't know him. Your family used the Kevin from heaven thing too? Oh my yeah, did God. You get, did you, you get Kevin from heaven? I got Kevin Nevin made in heaven. That's what I got. That's... I just got Kevin heaven. 
Did you ever get Kevy Webby? I hated that. Oh, Kevy Webby, Kevy Poo. I got all of them. I got all of them. Yeah. But, dude, my last name is Wood, so I got all the boner jokes, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, you got it from both ends. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Literally sometimes. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, uh, actually, I wanted to I wanted to commend you because you, you do sometimes. You're on, you're, if you don't know, Hef is on our midday show, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. every single day on 104.9 The X. And uh, occasionally... Uh, there's a, an Eddie Vedder character on your program, and uh, listen, dude, I was listening to a podcast. Character? I, I have a direct line. Oh, oh yeah, I yes. have a direct line, dude. <laughs> well, after listening to this podcast, uh, have you ever heard of the podcast Smart List? It's uh, Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes, and Will Arnett. No, I have not. Tell me about it. Okay, well, they they, they you know they have on celebrity guests and do interviews. Uh, you know, they're celebrities themselves, but they bring on, they had like Johnny Knoxville recently, but they had Eddie Vedder on, and uh, after listening to that, I now believe that on your show, it's the real Eddie Vedder, because it is spot on. Whoa, oh, hey, did you did you three way call him or what? Yes, star sixty nine backwards. <laughs> That's how you do it. Are you just star sixty nine backwards? Okay, great. Yes, yeah, yes. You, I, I have an update. I have an update about about the Chicago Cubbies, the great Chicago Cubbies, greatest baseball team who ever played baseball. Uh, I've rewritten one of our songs to reference uh, the upcoming season. Would you love to hear? It? I would Kevin? love. I'd love to hear it. Even though the Cubs might get back Anthony Rizzo, I, I think it's pretty good. That's not bad. Uh, yeah, I think it's all right. It's, like, it's better man than that. Yeah, you have refers to you as an overzealous Chicago Cubs fan, but uh, what the baseball might not even happen, man. There's still a big lockout going on right now. Well, uh, you know, I'm trying to form a replacement team of me and other super fans. Uh, Bill Murray is reluctant. And, and we'll kind of move from there. Uh, would, would you say that you believe that the baseball season is still alive? <laughs> oh, I see what you're doing there. You took, <laughs> you took one of my songs. You're, you're, uh, yeah, you're a funny man. You're, you're, you're a regular Second City guy. Second City, not too far from Wrigley Field. It's, uh, it is definitely not far from Wrigley Field, where, in fact, the Chicago Cubs play. Yes, it's, it's also where I live. I live there. I have, a, I have an apartment. I have an uh, I have an artisanal bunk bed right next to uh, right next to the pictures locker room. When you play when you play home run derby by yourself in, a, in an empty baseball team, it's sad but also uh, artistic. So, so uh, back to you, Hef. Uh, easy transition. Yeah. <laughs> back to you, Hef. Uh, you uh, you're actually doing a show in Rockford uh, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I always call you to do the old puggy plug. Um, I'm. Go- <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a difference between an audience at, at 8:40 in the morning than the one I have in the afternoon. So maybe I reach some different people. Okay, so I'm going to be at the Downtown Underground Comedy Night. This is going to be at the Underground Gallery, 418 East State Street. Uh, I'm going to be there with some great comedians, including Marcus Lara, who's been a great credit to the comedy in the greater Rockford State Line area. Uh, and this is going to be going down on tomorrow night, Friday the 18th. Yeah, I believe back, you know. T- Decade or so ago, Marcos was actually the first guy to uh, give me a non-open mic gig. Yeah, he's also the first guy to headline me, probably before I was ready. Uh, I <laughs> me, was too. <laughs> me too, yes. <laughs> me too, yes. Me too. So credit to him, uh, but no, the lineup he has is really, really strong. Comedians from across the Midwest. I'm be coming in there with Tito, who's one of the stronger comics from Chicago. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You know, the, you know the, under, yeah. the underground is a nice, uh, intimate space, too. Yeah, I like intimate spaces. I think people kind of think when they hear about a small comedy show, they're like, oh, well, this can't be like a – it's a way different thing. It's much more of a loungy vibe. Sure. And we can kind of play off the crowd if you have 
Couples, this is the perfect way to see comedy. This is the perfect way to see comedy. And you should definitely check it out and support all the local comedy in the area. There's a surprising amount of comedy shows that happen in Rockford. All you got to do is look for them. Yeah, and uh, and a lot more are coming, uh, and a lot more things are, are brewing. And, and who knows, maybe even this radio station you're listening to will be working on something like that at some point in the year. Yeah, so, per, perhaps. Hint, 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 Down the hall? Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, but it's gonna it's gonna be awesome, man. I'm having uh, a good time doing these shows. Jerry Corey's been booking some great shows as well, and uh, there there's a lot more going on in the area than some people think. And there's a lot of people who are like I've been doing shows in Rockford for years, and you you as well. And there's still people that are like, oh, we have comedy out here. Like there's still like that like like oh wow. You yeah. put on your little show, and, and and it feels like, argh, just put this chip on your shoulder. But then you're also like, it's okay. You know, it's just a matter of where people hear about it and telling them a million times over. Yeah, you well, know? you and I are fortunate now to have this platform to, uh, you know, kind of cast a wider scope on that, and, uh, a wider net to find more people to come out to these shows and uh, support local art, local comedy. Yeah, remember when you, you could actually have a Facebook event that people would see on yeah. Facebook? <laughs> yes, and now all of my event invites uh, go unnoticed. Yeah. Oh, it's it's, it's it, you could easily run shows like 10 years ago and try and get like 20, 30 people out to them like, at a venue like this. Yeah. Well, and it's... now it's like, no, we want you to uh, pay us uh, 150 bucks to reach the people you reached 10 years ago. Eva. The <laughs> algorithm. Shake your hand in the sky. The algorithm. Everything yeah. is a business, Halfway. Hey, man, we got we got to let you go, but we uh, one more time. What time is the show, and where is it? Uh, this is going to be at the Underground Cafe, 418 East State Street in Rockford, and I believe we are doing this. Let me make sure. Yeah, this is going to be tomorrow night, right around 8 p.m., so come on out. Excellent, and uh, thanks to Eddie Vetter as well for hopping on the phone call. Oh, you're welcome, Kevin. You're a credit. Oh, you're more Kevin from heaven than than <laughs> half from hell. So good, good on you for the working people. Whoa, bon dun dun All right, guys. Thanks. Bye. And thank you for listening to this frequency 104.9 the X W X R X. All right, Rockford's own rock morning show. That's a good show. This is a damn good show. The Morning X with Kev. 104.9 The Morning X. It is Kev and uh, yeah. That music means he's here, Mike Peck of the Rockford Ice Hogs. What's up, man? Hey, did you uh, did you watch the uh, Super Bowl? Are we allowed to say Super Bowl, or is that copy? We can't say Super Bowl. We can say it. We can say Super Bowl, but we can't say Super Bowl more than three times in a in a in a segment, right? So I think I just went over that. You did. You, you passed three already. Yeah. Did you hear the song in the Super Bowl? By the way, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you the game was nothing until I heard that. The halftime show was kind of cool. But once I heard Chumbawamba, it was over. Uh, yeah, you can say Super Bowl unless you're doing a commercial for something, you know, like a, any kind of like promoting somebody's bar party. Okay. Or, you know, you, you can say it, but it, and then you have to say it in a clever way. People find clever gotcha. ways Gotcha. But if we're say. talking about commercials in the Super Bowl, that's okay. And if I talk about my Super Bowl party that happened, that's also okay. Yeah. Because you can't come to my Super Bowl party that just happened. Right. Nobody's okay. paying to get in. You know right. what I mean? It's, it's a thing. So. All right. Got uh, it. We can say it now. Just so get it out of your system. I, I know you just did, Mike. You just puked the word Super Bowl all over the place. <laughs> I just think that whole thing is ridiculous, for the record. Uh, so the Rockford Ice Hogs uh, 
coming back Sunday to the BMO. Yeah, yeah. Boys are hot right now. Uh, one on, on Wednesday night in Milwaukee, one on Tuesday night. Teams won a season-high four straight games. So hopefully it's five because the team's in Grand Rapids tomorrow night. So uh, tonight off, it's, it's odd, odd Friday night off. And how is Grand Rapids compared to the Hogs? I mean, standings-wise. I mean, um, They're actually below the Ice Hogs right now, ah. which is good because they're one of those annoying teams. We like to keep them you know, sure. down, well, down aren't and all out. the other teams supposed to be annoying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just because we're talking about Grand Rapids in particular. <laughs> well, we know the worst. It's Cleveland, no matter what yeah. place. <laughs> Them and the Wolves, it's, it's, it's neck and neck, you know? Oh, right, right. I always forget the, the direct rivals. The, uh, the, the Rosemont Wolves. Because everybody knows there's just one professional hockey team in Chicago. <laughs> That's right. Da Bears. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so uh, what's going on at the stadium Sunday? So Sunday we have uh, a hat giveaway. Uh, Garrett Mitchell, team captain for the Ice Hogs, designed a hat. It's a, it's a pretty sweet hat. It's a first responders hat. Um, and it, the first 1,500 fans will get one of those guys. You have 1,500 hats just sitting around right now? Uh, we do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> it's kind of scary, I know. And actually, we, we had another shipment of hats that came in, I don't even know, Tuesday. All the days kind of run together. So they, we don't give those away till March, so that's what gets scary. If they come in like a week or two before, it's all right. But when we have to sit on these things for like eight weeks. I mean, we had giveaways during the old uh, COVID period that sat in our in our oh, sure. security case for like two years. Yeah, you still have to take delivery of that stuff even though games get canceled? Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> those are collectums items now. I got the COVID era ice hogs hat. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it was great giving out. It's like, get rid of these things, you know? Yeah, I guess so. So, like, the truck comes with this stuff. You're the one who has to get it off the truck, or you you have uh, servants. Well, it, it depends. Yeah, yeah, right. Mike Peck is the emperor of the ice. They, they, they don't trust me with the forklift. <laughs> Goes back to an old forklift incident I had when working in the grocery store in high school. But uh, well, that's a conversation for a different day. It's on your permanent record. <laughs> yes, it is. They know. <laughs> when you're in a brand new grocery store and you take out a loading dock door, that usually stays with you. Yeah? You didn't keep your job after that? Uh, surprisingly, I did. Not quite sure how. Wow. But yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But, wow, that's a forgiving uh, manager right there. Yeah. Well, so the manager was standing right next to me, and then like the, the head manager came over. He's like, who knocked off the door? And like immediately the manager points his finger right at me. Like, just <laughs> no, like, well, you know, it was slippery or anything like he that. It was just immediately like, he did it. He did it. Oh, that's great. I, I love that. That the manager threw you under the bus and didn't say, look, we had an accident. You know what I mean? Like, he, he pointed right at you. I yeah, love that. Yeah, immediately. Was, there was no hesitation. <laughs> so you've worked for some D-bags. That's great. And now you get to be the D-bag <laughs> yeah. in charge. Maybe that's what happens. Maybe, you know, once you have that experience, you just pass that on. It's like passing the torch, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Mike Peck from the Rockford Ice Hogs. Uh, yeah, Sunday at 4 o'clock is, is, is the game time, so we haven't had a Sunday game for a while. We have a bunch coming up here, but yeah, it's 4 o'clock on Sunday. You're like, we're playing hockey for Jesus. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, score a goal for Jesus, that's right. Uh, it sounds like a sweet promotion. Yeah, no, no matter how you worship, you can come see the Rockford Ice Hogs play hockey and get yourself a hat if you're one of the first 1,500 people to get your ace on over to the stadium. Tickets at icehogs.com. You can get them at the BMO Harris Bank Center box office or call what number? That number is uh, 815-968-5222. That number again, Mike. 815-968-5222. I can always count on you. Uh, Mike Peck from the Ice Hogs. Thanks for dropping by again. We'll uh, talk to you next time. All right. Have a great weekend. The wise, cracked, and smart motherfucker. The Morning X with Cab. Uh, at my new house yesterday. I realized that most of the snow in the backyard is finally melted, mm-hmm. so I'm able to see the entire lawn out back. And uh, right on one side of the lawn, there is a, how do I put it, a patch of dirt 
where there was no grass. And it looks like before it snowed, they had put some grass seed down on it. Oh. Uh, but conveniently, perfect size for a human grave. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying there's anybody buried back there. I'm just saying it seemed a little bit strange that as soon as the snow melted, I saw this patch. Uh, where, you know, I, I thought, and then I thought, maybe, oh, maybe there's a, a pet buried there. But what pet is uh, six feet long? Maybe he had a bear. Maybe he did have a bear. Maybe a, maybe a horse. That's, I don't know. That's totally possible. It's <laughs> very possible. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know if DeKalb has a whole lot of horses, necessarily. Well, not anymore. This guy's killing him. <laughs> Honestly, I, I don't know. but I, And, and I, did, I did find a little bit of um, spatter on the garage door that looked like it could have been, it could have been barbecue sauce, but, you know, it could have been dried blood, too. Yeah, I, like I don't know. Barbecued in the, I've, well, look, I've had barbecued in the garage before on bad weather days, so I'm not going to knock him if that's what happened. But, I, I'm, look, I'm just saying maybe look into it. If anything, it'll give me a great idea for a, a mystery novel. I could write it and get the hell out of here. Uh, that would work. There yeah. you go. Just remember us when you're, uh, <laughs> when you're the next Stephen King. <laughs> Well, I already am the next Stephen King. Right. It's just 30, 40 years. I mean, maybe less uh, that and more of an episode of Ghost Adventures. uh, We could do that, too. That might be the vibe I'm feeling here. I could bring over the, you know, I could could get like a black t-shirt, a tribal tattoo. Let that dude run through your house yelling at things. That'd be great. I could get some of those like cool Nickelbacky sunglasses, you know, and uh, just be like a a ghost hunter's guy. It's like the most aggressive researcher in history. (laughs) (laughs) Zach, dude. What was that? Did you guys hear that? Shut up! <laughs> Take it easy, will you? Uh, I can walk around. I can walk around my house with like the uh, night vision camera, you know, and get some get some B roll for him. You know, well, I think we just figured out what we're doing for Halloween. I think so. Yeah, that'll work. Haunted house at my house. <laughs> at Halloween, we're gonna have a big party where we dig up the grave in the back to see what's actually in there. Yeah, you know, you know maybe it's a treasure chest full of gold and pirate booty down there. Maybe, although he probably would have taken that with him. Perhaps, unless he was just too lazy to shovel the snow off of the off of the burial spot. You Maybe know? I, I don't know. I and, you know I've I've you know speaking of Stephen King, I know enough not to disturb any sort of burial site. That's a fair point. I mean, let's let sleeping dogs or whatever might be there lie. <laughs> whatever is in there, I don't know. Uh, I you know I, I actually am thinking about getting some cement and you know pouring it over that just to <laughs> you know really make sure nothing's coming out of that ground. Yeah, I mean I I, I don't know how much I believe in that in, in that stuff, but I've I've read enough. Of those type of books and seen enough of those movies to know you don't you don't mess with that. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, maybe I just wash off the spatter dots on the garage door. Go on with life, and uh, you know, get to work on the novel. You know, it's just, <laughs> just <laughs> how that works. Uh, yeah, so a little a little bit creepy, but uh, you know, and and I'm a couple days away now from actually sleeping in the house for the first time, and uh, so I'll find out if it's haunted um, then, and uh, you know, we'll go from there. Oh, I can't wait for this adventure. I know. It's going to be exciting. I, can I tell you how badly I want that place to be haunted just so we can have something great to talk about uh, forever? I, I do, too. And, you know, my wife is a total, like, Scrooge when it comes to that stuff. Total non-believer. You know, total, like, oh, there's nothing like that. You know, not even aliens. I can't even get her to believe in aliens. You know what I mean? I like, mean, I don't know about, you know, little green men on Mars, but I, th- look, how big is the universe? Right. There's got to be something else somewhere. I'm not saying they're flying through our our atmosphere and pilots are spot, but there's got to be something else somewhere. It's kind of ridiculous to think there's not. I, I am. I watched Will Smith shoot him down. I, I'm sorry. Are we the peak? <laughs> this this is it? This is what this vast universe has concocted? Us? We live on the promised land, <laughs> man. Come on. 
Yeah. I mean, they, they stop by more often than you think is, is the theory, you know, but uh, what stop by how and sure. in what capacity? Who knows? You know, who knows how they could be microscopic or they could also be idiots. Yes. No one ever talks about that. Like, what if we find a whole other alien civilization, but they're really dumb and we happen to be the smart ones in this this scenario? I cannot imagine that would be possible. I can't either. But Just based on the last two and a half years, that cannot be possible. I know. We're, we're that- pretty impressive when we put our minds to it. Someone dropped off free donuts in the kitchen. We're going to go down there and lick them all. That's hot. The Morning X. All right, and that's the Morning X This Week podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, a little bit shorter this week, but we had a short week, so suck it.